No sé si fue por lo vino No sé si fue por su boca Pero entre tanto tango Encontré su ropa Junto a mi ropa No sé si fue por castillo Hello everyone and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast and welcome to the exciting, colorful and sometimes bizarre world of Argentine tango. On this show we'll be meeting tango instructors, event organizers and musicians and they are a fascinating bunch of people. It'll be a great time and I hope you can handle it. I'm your host Joe Yang and thank you very much for joining us. Today's special guest started off as an architect, but today he's better known as the lead singer and director of one of the most popular and influential modern tango bands. With a career spanning over 14 years, he has released five studio albums, a live album, and a documentary film. He and his group have toured through Europe as well as North and South America, and they performed in over 200 cities. Their band's YouTube channel boasts over a million visitors, and they've got thousands of Facebook followers. Their music has been featured on shows such as Dancing with the Stars in the US and Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. And I bet you've heard their music at many milongas as well. <laughs> and joining me now is Miguel de Genova the lead singer and director of that fantastic tango group, Otros Aires. Miguel, thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure for me. I mean, here in Argentina, we really love to do these things long distance. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, and then I'm saying it's great talking to you again <laughs> because for those of you listening earlier this week, I messed up something on my computer and our interview ended up not recording. So, um you know, we're having this conversation for the second time, but for you, it'll be the, the first time for your listeners. Uh, it's okay. It's, we'll be better. We'll be better. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, just to jump right into things, Miguel, how did, how did Tango first capture your attention? I, I think it was uh, different uh, parts of my life. You know, uh, when I was very young, I listened Tango with, you know, my parents. They were listening in radios or cassettes or... All, all those things. Uh, but then when I uh, go out of my house, I mean, when I go to living alone, uh, I start, I don't know why I have a tango moment. You know, I just start listening to tango almost every day. You know, I was, it was not for dancing. It was a relationship with the lyrics, you know, with the, the poetry of the tango. Um, I don't know, something happen when you really get into the poetry of tango it's uh, something uh, philosoph philosophical you know it's it's, it's very deep uh, it's something that uh, you cannot explain to s people who don't speak spanish you know uh, they probably can feel the music and, and some intentions of the lyrics but it's, it's something very deep so i think it was around 20 years old, something like that, when I get into tango. Yeah. So you said you listened to it while you were while you were growing up. Did anybody else in your family dance or sing or or have any connection to tango music? No, no, just listening. My my father, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody sings or, or dance. Dance my son of my aunts, I, I think they dance tango, but but just one or two, you know. It's not uh, 
you know, one thing that is, is not every people in Argentina dance tango. Right. That's a, a myth, <laughs> you know? Right, right. So uh, what was the first time when you actually tried to sing tango, either either for fun or or maybe for an audience? You know, I think you start singing tango when you break with your first girlfriends, you know? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, it's something, I think it happens, you know? Uh, uh, I start. I don't know exactly, you know, because it, it wasn't something planned, you know. You start singing tango with your friends, you know, uh, you're in a meeting and there's someone playing a rock song with a guitar and one start with a tango and you start singing, you know, it's something natural. Mm -hmm. uh, but professionally, I don't remember. I, I start with Otros Aires, but uh, mm -hmm. even though I was not singing professionally, Uh, I sang some songs uh, in bars or pubs, mm -hmm. tango songs, you know, but it was um, it was time to time, you know, it was not that I, I, I didn't say, okay, I will start singing tango one day. I, di I didn't say that. I just did it. Okay. So last time we spoke, because uh, you, you had started off as an architect before yeah. before going into into tango so that's quite a career shift from being an architect <laughs> to, to to singing full-time so was that an easy decision to make or was that or was that a scary decision to go full-time into your art um the thing is that i i always planned to be a musician all of my life um i also really like to be an architect because it has a design and an artistic part that is very interesting for me uh, so uh, even uh, i love the, the, the you know the university is great we do learn many things that m many of those things i i uh, you know i implemented in my music or in my shows because you know you learn things that are uh, not just technical architecture arch architectural things so i i love the career but i always wanted to be a musician. So uh, many times in my life I, I tried uh, to, you know, to quit to my profession and, and leave uh, from the music, but it was impossible at that time. You know, when I was 25, I tried to do it, but it was impossible. When I was 30, I have a, I, I record an album and in Venezuela, it was a great album. We started with promotion, but I couldn't do it. So it came when it came, you know, uh, when I started with Otros Aires, start growing and and you know uh, it wasn't planned at that age i will i, I will live uh, with just with the music it just happened you know? yeah so for me no it wasn't it wasn't um something that i said okay uh, i'm scared because I, i quit the architecture because you you can always come back but i said okay uh, it is working otrosaris is working so it's great i that's what i wanted to do all, all of my life so it's great so i keep and do it so now i have 14 years doing this so <laughs> and I, i i made you know some designs for friends or things you know now i do architecture as a non-professional thing you know wow, okay <laughs> i do I, i do it for fun you know and, and it's great also yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, so do, do you also dance tango yeah yeah i dance tango yeah, yeah. uh i am um, Learned how to dance many years ago. You know, it was the beginning of 90s. Um, at that time, a friend of mine uh, asked me to 
come dancing, come uh, learning tango to, um, it was um, an acting studio, you know, uh, when people, uh, se dice? Uh, it's acting school, it was an acting school, yeah, uh, and uh, there was a teacher, a tango teacher, and she said, come, because there are not many guys, come, I said, oh, There's plenty of girls, so it's great. It was perfect for me. So, but, you know, it was great for me, but at that time, uh, there was not many young people in, you know, I was 20-something, and, uh, you know, people uh, dancing tango was people, you know, from 80s or 70s or something like that. Um, uh, so it was just learning just a little. But after Otros Aires, when I met Otros Aires and... 2003 or something like that. Uh, after that, I start playing in places here and there, and many people asking, you don't dance tango? You don't dance? No, I don't, I don't, I don't. So I start learning again. <laughs> so so now I dance, but I don't have much time to go dancing. That's the truth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, some quick question about, about the music. Because uh, I've on your albums you've done remakes or you know covers of of some of those old classic songs like Barrio de Tango and and Poema which you know really really fun remakes so how do you mm -hmm. decide which songs which are the old classic songs to uh to redo in your in the Otros Aires style for me uh you have to have a, some kind of relationship with the song you know uh Barrio de Tango was uh, one of the You know, of the songs I, I love most when I, you know, uh, go away from my, my parents' house, you know, and I start listening to El Polaco Goyeneche. He made a version of Barrio de Tango that was great, so it was really, it got very deep in, in my, my soul. So um, when I decide to make a version of Otros Aires, uh, decide to make some versions, some covers, Uh, that was the first one, I, I think, you know, I thought. Because um, I love the song. You have to have a relationship. You have to love what, what, you, uh, what you do, you know, because you, you will have to sing it thousands of times. So you better love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. Oh, and a quick question about um, this one song called Rings. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, my, my girlfriend's German. And before we, before we started uh -huh. dating, I actually gave her some tango music and that was one of them. And she said, Oh, there was some German spoken in the beginning of that song. She uh -huh. found it very, very amusing. So uh, what was the decision for, for that? I meant to ask for you on her behalf last time, but thankfully I got you on the show the second time I can ask it. It's <laughs> <laughs> great because, because that song has a really uh, interesting history because um, we on, on two 2006, we played at Berlin Tango Festival. Uh, it was on our first tour, and that was the most important uh, concert of our tour. Oh. So that was, you know, um, we can say that was the real beginning of Otros Aires, because that was an, an amazing concert, you know, it was full of people and people very, very warm. Mm -hmm. So it was a was kind of party, you know, it was, it was incredible. Mm. Uh, so uh, we make many encores, you know, people were very happy. And, and so we, we really feel, I, I said something like, uh, I felt like a Rolling Stone because, you know, it was a tango show, but people was ah, like, you know, a rock concert. I said, what is this? So uh, the guy 
who um, the presenter of that festival yeah. is called Mikhail Rule. Okay. Mikhail Rule, something like that. Mm -hmm. So he was a, the presenter. The voice, what you, you hear on the recording, was when he was uh, saying to people, okay, um, we, um, the guys um, uh, are very happy, blah, 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 blah. And we want to hear another one, blah, blah, blah. And in German, I don't know what he said, but I said, I want to make something with that because it was very, the way, the way, he, the way he talked was very interesting. So I heard just the music. I didn't, when I did it, when I cut the samples, I, I have no idea what, what he said. Now I, I now I do, <laughs> but, 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 you know, uh, for me it was kind of music. It, it has a rhythm, you know? So, so, uh, that's why the idea was to, to put that moment on that song. So that, 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 that that's that wonderful. Was... These creative moments that you, that you have. So again, just kind of bring up what we talked about last time about tango music, how it's how it's changing, and there, of course, there's some people very attached to the old classic tangos, and then there are there's a new sound, you know, or what they call electro tango or neo tango, with this, you know, what Otrosides is largely associated with. So how do how do you convince people to embrace and accept this change in in tango music? The thing is. Um something I, I i told you last time and i i, I think the same <laughs> today <laughs> is that uh you know in tango takes uh, its time you know to be part of the tango uh, you need to be at least 20 years on the style making things for the tango world because you know if you make something new mm -hmm. uh to be included on the tango world uh it, it will take time, you know, and it, it always happened. It happened with, uh, you know, with every artist, tango artist that made something new, uh, it wasn't accepted at the first time, at the beginning. Uh, after 10, 15, 20, 30 years, they say, okay, this is part of the tango. So uh, we have 14 years. So I think in six years, <laughs> we, will be, we will be tango. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the, the thing is, uh, we already are part of the, the tango. We are considered part of the tango. But, you know, there are always people that said, this is not tango, this is, yeah. you know, electronic, or this is other thing. So I cannot do anything about it. I just can do, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's the truth. You can do the best mu music you can do, and that's it. You have to be honest when you, with the music you do. Uh, and I love what you do, and that's it. Then the rest is the rest. But we are happy about yeah. it. So. Yeah, I think that's a good point you make about just it just takes time. I think uh, we mentioned last time, even when Juan D'Arienzo was making his music, it was kind of controversial at his time, and now is considered classic. And then I think, like you said, with with time, there will be there will be that, that acceptance. Yeah, D'Arienzo at the beginning when he made he made I think he was the first remixer of the history because he made you know uh, on the on 35s he made versions of uh, old tangos that had 30 years or something like that but with a rhythm very uh, if you put darienzo on a sequencer you know it's almost record with a beat you know like electronic music it sounds you know tac, tac, it's, it's almost perfect mm. that's why i said it's kind of remix because you know he made really uh, a dancing group you know, uh, I, I think 
Darienzo, if Darienzo were alive, he he probably were a DJ, a mother DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He will making he will be making remixes or things like that because you know what? That's what the what he made is the concept of remix. You know, he made versions, but with the concept of remix. You know that okay. uh, rhythm very strong mm -hmm. and going to the feet. You know, directly to the feet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, performing for dancers at a milonga, which I'm sure is a really fun experience for you. So you've seen so many different tango dancers in many, many different countries and many diff who dance tango in, in countries that have different cultures. So is there, do they, all of these tango dancers have something similar in common or are they, does the culture they come from all influence their dancing? Uh... I think you know we we play all around the world. We play in Turkey and Italy and in Colombia, Buenos Aires, yeah. uh, San Francisco. So you can see that um, tango works as language, you know, as a universal language. Yeah. You know, uh, people when people dance tango, they can communicate with people with other cultures, uh, even though the cultures are very different. You know, you can go to Turkey and dance tango just if you know the language of the tango, of the dance, you know? Okay. So uh, it's just like English. You know how to talk English and you can talk with other people in Germany who talks English or, or in Spain who talks English or whatever. So uh, tango works the same way in, in a way. Uh, and uh, going with this comparison, um, the dance has also kind of accent, like English, you know? Uh, you see people in Germany that has an accent, German accent dancing or, uh, you know, Spanish accent, yeah. uh, whatever. So in the dance, it's the same. You, you can see that uh, different cultures has uh, that accent, you know, and, and the, the movements, you know? Um, for example, Colombian people dance with, they are very rhythmic because they are used to dance salsa and, and, and other things that are very rhythmic. They are great dancing milongas and electro tango. They're incredible. So, you know, when you can see, I cannot tell you exactly which is the accent because uh, I'm, I'm not a professional dancer. I, I mean, I dance, but I'm a musician. But you can see that, that they, you know, it's, the way they move is very different. Uh, and when you see a German guy or, uh, or French or from United States, they have their own accent dancing. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's interesting that, but you know, they, they understand even though like English, you know, I have my accent and more or less you can understand me. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> sometimes I have bad, some wrong things, but <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, I think you've toured over 200 cities. Now, are there any places that you have not gone that you would like to visit? Uh, I think, yes. Japan is one of those. Okay. Uh, we never been there. And then I'm not sure, but I think, uh, I mean, I would like to be in, in some places, some other Caribbean, uh, countries like Venezuela, because we, we didn't play in Venezuela, we play in Colombia, okay. but, uh, and also in Peru, I would like to be. Um, but then we play in Brazil, um, Chile, Uruguay, Europe, I think in every country, mm -hmm. except some of the east, Eastern countries, but some of them, we play also in many of Eastern uh, countries okay. in Europe. So I don't know, some countries, probably China, 
but just for curiosity, yeah. you know. I don't know if it's good or bad, but you know, I'm curious about it. Um, yeah, actually, uh, you know, after touring a lot, mm -hmm. the difference uh, is not the place because sometimes we we play on the same city mm -hmm. and it's not the same concert, you know, it's never the same concert, mm -hmm. you know, even though you play in the same city and the same place and the same organizer is not the same concert. But um, uh, what remains is the energy of the people. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, it's Turkey or, or you know, Italy or France or Germany or San Francisco, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, the energy, when the energy is good, We like the concert. We're, we're a little tired about taking pictures of the Eiffel Tower, you know. Uh, I, we, yeah, we, we don't care about tourism anymore. Uh, we just care about what happened with people mm -hmm. on concerts and after concerts, you know, with the relationship we have the, with the people and, uh, and, and that specific moment. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what are... Um, it's like when you started touring, when you really started, um, you know, when the band started becoming more and more popular. So as a performer... Uh, what are what are some things that you've learned just after you know after you've know, been done been doing this for over well over a decade? So what are some really mm. interesting things, perhaps about people or about tango or about cultures mm. or anything that that you've learned that have really stuck with you? I think you, what you learn is uh, two things. One is try to keep the energy mm. for you know for the important moments, because sometimes uh, I I on the past. Uh, Sometimes you waste a lot of energy in things that you don't have to waste it. And in tours, you don't have all that energy. You need to be perfect that hour and a half on the concert and after concert. So uh, try to keep the energy, uh, you know, not to waste energy in stupid things. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have time to go to, you know, to go for the, in, around the cities to make things. And sometimes you have to keep the energy for concerts you know yeah uh, that is one thing that you learn and other thing is we are in a way all human race you know we we are human people we are in a way all the same yeah but we have different cultures so it's better to listen first than to talk you know it's better to uh, to understand that people is different all around the world because you go to places where there are it's, very different the culture and probably you your interpretation about what people do uh, is that is something wrong or they don't like the concert or they don't like this and probably the culture is like that you know uh, we play in some concerts I will not say the place but when you say the people very you know they applause just a little you know and you say what well, this concert was horrible you said this is this was terrible And when you go down of the stage, people say, this, is, this was wonderful. One, <laughs> one of, of the best concerts I saw in my life. I say, why? For me, it was a disaster. Nobody was, yeah, I, I didn't uh, see the people excited, you know. But no, 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 this is excited here, you know. You know, it's a different way to, or a different reaction. You know, people react in a different way. You know, I, I, some places, other places, for example, are very warm, you know, wow. Like, you know, and uh, Berlin is one of those. Yeah. Berlin is incredible. You know, Berlin is, is one of the places that you don't understand will happen. People is, you know, you start playing and the people is, wow. Then you said, I love this place because you, you are full of energy. You have energy for playing three hours, four hours. 
and some places it's not like that, but it doesn't mean that people don't like it. Uh, it, means it means that, that the people has other way to enjoy the concert. Probably they are more more uh, more concentrated on the concert, uh, you, on the things you do. You know. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I really learned after years is not to think uh, in advance that. Um, People that uh, the, the things people do is wrong or, or right or they like it or not because you know it's, they have different cultures. Now we know more or less the places. You know, you know, you know what, what to expect. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's it's a uh, wow. It's, it's quite an educational experience too. I imagine going to all of these all these places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in, in a way, we are all the same. You know, the people like things they, they 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 love, they they hate. You know, we are all the same. But you know, yeah. the reactions uh, are the same uh, with uh, the reactions um, that they have with one when, when something happens are different. You know, they have different levels of of reaction. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I know you just finished a tour very recently. Uh, so what uh, what future plans do you and the band have? Uh, we have um, one acoustic album. Yeah, we are thinking about one acoustic album. Um, I have other projects, parallel projects with uh, you know, uh, I I want to make things with electronics and guitars, just guitars, not bandoneon, piano, you know. Just experimenting with different kind of things, mm -hmm. and planning a tour in the spring in Europe, and I don't know if it will be summer or fall uh, in United States. So we are that's plans. Yeah. So when it's ready, it'll come together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think in a couple of months I will have more def best, better definition of uh, uh, the the upcoming year. You yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, here's a question that I normally ask for other tango teachers, but I think it applies to you as well. And I think you kind of answered it already. But how do you how do you uh, stay excited about your art, and how do you uh, continue to challenge yourself? Um, one uh, one of the things I mean, I, I do many things mm -hmm. for other sides, and not just uh, not just music. I mean. I'm involved also in videos and, and other artistic things and also in production and contacting people and all of that. So the thing is, is try not to uh, get into routines. You know, I'm, I'm always changing the way I make the things. You know, this this thing that I, I, I told you that uh, I'm now I'm experimenting to making uh, songs just with guitar and voice and electronics is one concept I... I I said, okay, I will try to implement that concept and I will see uh, where it will take me, you know? Um, so uh, it's a way to, to be, um, how, how do you say, to be um, um, excited about what you do, you know? Uh, different challenges, you know? Uh, sometimes, because there is always a comfort zone when you know, okay, I know... The musicians I play, I know that you know how uh, what to expect of everyone. So uh, you know we have to always change things. You know probably one new musician and uh, try to get into the song from other side. You know, but uh, you have to change because if you if you don't change, you will change anyway. So 
you you better you better do it yourself <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah change or be forced to change better to do it voluntarily exactly <laughs> yeah so another, another quick question so are there any musical instruments that you have not yet worked with that you might want to implement into into your uh into future projects um yeah probably some um you know, uh, metals, horns. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I, I, I would like to implement in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, you know, I have to be, I have to get more organized because, you know, sometimes uh, different instruments take you to other uh, level of intensity in the music and it can work perfect uh, in a world music concert, mm -hmm. but in, on in a milonga or tango concert, probably they get to up. You know, uh, I, I, you know, there's always kind of fight uh, inside of me mm -hmm. because I always try to put more energy. But I said, if I that energy is too high, uh, probably is too high for a milonga. You know, sometimes, uh, <laughs> uh, some, I, sometimes I do anyway. You know, I mean, sometimes people finish jumping on the milonga, but it's okay. They, you know. They express themselves their self, uh, as they want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Miguel, where can we find out more about uh, you on Otros Aires online? Uh, you can go to our webpage, uh, otrosaires.com, or our Facebook, Otros Aires Tango, uh, our everything. It's everything. Otros Aires Tango is everything us. <laughs> so, uh, Twitter or, uh, you know, um, uh, well, every, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, and I should say that if you, you know, for those of us listening, we've probably already seen your your videos on YouTube as well. That's a really great place to, to to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many. There are many. I, our channel, our YouTube channel, is a bit, uh, you know, unorganized. But you can find videos. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the things that um, you know uh, we have to work a little more. Many many things to do. You know. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Well, Miguel, again, thank you again. I know you're super busy, but thanks for taking the time to do this video, to this interview uh, again. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's really great talking to you. I think a lot of what you said is going to be a very big interest to our listeners. And again, we really appreciate your, your time and your thoughts and, and your insights. Thank you, Joe. For me, it's a pleasure. I mean, I, sorry, I have to make this uh, every very fast That's okay. uh, because I'm always in the middle of something, you know? So, uh, but uh, thank you for, to you because you are, you are also taking your time to make this interview again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. All right, Miguel. So best of luck to all of your future adventures and we'll, we'll stay in touch. Okay. Thank you very much, Joe. See you. Take care. Bye-bye. Ciao. Okay. That was fun. Miguel is a really nice down-to-earth guy, and it was a pleasure talking to him. And again, I'd like to thank Joe Powers for getting us connected. Hey, really quick, if you know of any tango teachers, organizers, and musicians that you'd like me to interview, send me an email. You can contact me directly at wisconsintango at gmail.com. That's wisconsintango, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also send me comments about the show, too. So Miguel had a lot of interesting things to share, and one big topic that stayed with me was the point he brought up about how changes in tango, or tango music in this case, take time in order to be accepted. 
And when it comes to electro tango or alternative tango, there is often debate amongst tango fans. And there, there are those who embrace this newer style of tango, and there are those who make the case that classic tango songs still have the true soul of tango. And Miguel makes a great point that bold ideas often aren't accepted at first. But in time, they will be, and it takes persistence, patience, and belief in those new ideas. And that's not just something to think about when it comes to tango, but it's a lesson that extends to other parts of our lives as well. So thank you again, Miguel, for your time and for sharing your experiences. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoyed this program and you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, it would mean the world to me if you could go to any one or all three of those platforms, leave a five-star rating, a positive review, and remember to subscribe. It only takes a minute, but does a lot to help more people find this podcast. Now, on SoundCloud, I don't think they have stars. There's just that little heart button uh, next to the track. It's pretty easy to spot. Just give that a click, and you're good to go. And of course, sharing this with your friends would also be lovely. I truly, truly appreciate your support. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have more shows coming to you every Monday and sometimes on Fridays, but definitely every Monday. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon. Music